0: The Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs, chapter 23, and verse 31. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, When it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. Wine is very good, as God said of everything he created in the beginning, according to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31. God created wine to cheer the heart of man. Moses commended the drinking of wine and strong drink for family worship in Deuteronomy 14.26. Jesus drank wine and supplied it for a wedding. Paul endorsed wine for communion, and faithful ministers defend its moderate use. But unguarded or excessive affection for wine is condemned. Any thoughts toward drunkenness are sin, and only fools drink without sober regard for the danger and results of drunkenness. Wine can be dangerous if it is not kept in its proper place and used for its designed purpose, just like other creations. After Solomon's warning about wine, there are two other lessons to learn. First, how Pharisees will pervert God's word, and second, how to rightly divide the Bible. King Solomon wrote, Look not thou upon the wine when it is red. Pharisees are literalists. They cannot see a figure of speech, even if it were in blazing neon. They condemn, even looking at red wine, from a Bible verse like this. Assume their perversion of the verse is correct. If so, you may freely guzzle red wine as long as you do not look at it. Bring out the blindfolds and pass me a bottle. You may both look at and guzzle white wine. Bring out a bottle of the white Zinfandel, the Chardonnay, the Sauvignon Blanc, the Riesling. Their perversion of the Bible is obvious to wise men. If you literally apply this clause to looking at red wine, you condemn God, Moses, Jesus, Paul, and faithful ministers. The literalists are wrong. Solomon did not condemn looking at red wine. He condemned unguarded or excessive affection for any wine, but he used the color of the basic wine of Israel, which was very red, like blood. There is a figure of speech here, whether you see an ellipsis or a metonym of the adjunct. Job said about his marriage, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? Did Job never think about his maids? Could he think about a maid when hiring her? Could he bless her on her birthday? Could he think about a maid when he gave her a raise? Of course. The condemnation of thinking in Job 31 and verse 1 is to be understood sexually. Job's covenant of marriage did not allow sexual thoughts or fantasies about a maid. Jesus said about mental adultery, But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Matthew 5:28. He did not condemn simply looking at another woman, for that is approved and necessary in ordinary society. But Jesus did condemn looking at another woman to lust after her. And it is in this sense that is the proper and true sense of the proverb before you. Let God be true. Wine in Solomon's day had several attractive features, like it does today. Red color, depth, reflection, and shades of color in a good cup and bubbles moving to the surface. These same features make wine visually attractive today, especially in a beautiful wine glass with appropriate sunshine, room lighting, or candlelight to enhance it. As Solomon admits a strange woman may be beautiful, in chapter 6 and verse 25, he admitted wine has an appeal that you must soberly guard against. This proverb is in the middle of a passage where Solomon condemned drunkenness. He did not condemn moderate drinking, which God in the Bible approve and commend. He condemned those who tarry long at the wine, verse 30, and those who had the symptoms of severe drunkenness, verses 29 and 34 and 35 of this chapter. If a man's religion is truly based on the Bible, he knows that God commends moderate drinking, but that God condemns drunkenness. The Bible does not recognize alcoholism. Is there such a thing? Alcoholics are properly called drunkards in Scripture. Drunkenness is drinking past reason until your senses no longer rightly recognize good and evil. Your imagination and speech are degraded to folly and sin, the opposite goal of this book of wisdom of Proverbs. Because drunkenness is deceiving, it is often only others who can perceive your drunkenness. Listener, take heed. Wine is very good. It is beautiful in a goblet. Its properties to relax your central nervous system and cheer you are very pleasant and were designed to be pleasant by the Creator God. But Solomon taught wisdom in Proverbs. And wise men will guard against excessive infatuation with wine and drink it only with prudent discipline. Abuse of wine can make a wise man a fool, quickly. The lesson of this proverb applies indirectly to all creations, and their abuse also. Pasta, or pizza, is just as dangerous as wine, in that gluttony is as much a sin as drunkenness. Infatuation with food, or intemperate eating, must also be avoided. For a person preoccupied with eating, or often eating more than he needs, will sin with this blessing. Godliness is moderation and temperance in all things. Amen.